0: Welcome to the Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Things. All right, man. Another week, episode thirty-seven. We want to kick this thing off the right way.
1: And hey, I was thinking, I wonder how many people like uh like we say the same intro every week, so they already kind of got it down now. So they be kind of mimicking us at the beginning. Like Yeah, mim- they probably do. Yeah. Hey, hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, man. Yeah, we want to start this thing off right, man, because we, we realize, you know, week to week, you we got some listeners that are tuning in all the time. We appreciate you. So we want to shout you out. First off, my shout outs. I want to start off with old friend of mine, Mark Humphrey. Mark Humphrey, man. A big shout out to him. Old co-worker, man. He tunes in. Thanks for listening, man. Shout out to uh, Monet for tuning in. Uh, shout out to my boy Desmond. Uh, shout out to Victor Aldana Shout out to uh, Who else was Hit me up in the inbox Oh matter of fact You got a new uh, A newer listener Shout out to Blake Reed Man Matter what fact- about
1: that? What's that one uh, The dude that makes music I forget his name Makes music Which
0: thousand person
1: I, <laughs> um, I have to look up his name
0: Yeah man He's got a lot of people Tuning in man A lot It's there are more people tuning in now and we appreciate it. It's kinda harder to keep up with. Oh, just...
1: Crafty Bernardo.
0: Yeah, Crafty Bernardo, man. Shout out to you, man, for being a, a regular yeah. listener. We we ain't uh we're yeah. not skating over your name, brother. Yeah. So crafty. Thank you. You also make some pretty cool music. I'm a I'm an old guy, so I, I mean I'll be getting some of that shit. I'm like, <laughs> what's going on? My brain hurts, you know. Yeah. But some of the other stuff
1: is dope, dude. So he shout definitely out. has like a unique style. So check out his check out his music. Definitely, man. Crafty mm-hmm. Bernardo
0: on uh, SoundCloud. Check him out, man. Mm-hmm. And then we got another dude here. Make sure I get his name right. Uh, da-da-da-da-da. well, under his uh his handle is the Ruthless Riders Gore uh he works out there. He's also a fuel hauler. I want to shout you out man for tuning into the podcast. Thank you my brother.
1: Yeah, shout out to my boy Dane also. Dane Condonio. He was uh he was my old roommate. He've been checking out the podcast.
0: For sure. That's real. And shout out
1: to shout out to Lupita uh
0: aka Loopsies on uh that's her handle on IG. So shout out to you. Mm-hmm. Uh shout out to Sam. Uh, shout out to. Man. I'm getting it. Uh, shout out to Mamma Mia 83.
1: Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia Pizza. <laughs> that sounds crazy. I know, right? That was so racist. That was Italian voice. <laughs> What's going on right there, man? I was going to go live in a few seconds, so I was just setting it up. That was a. Oh, wow. That was like a weird looking live you had there. No, nah, it's just my regular camera, but. Uh-huh um the you know how you put the flash on in the front oh it lets you do that yeah well it just lights up the screen oh yeah and technology
0: um yeah (laughs) (laughs) so if i miss anybody which i'm sure i have
1: man uh shout out to you guys man for tuning in every week yeah definitely oh and also shout out to my brother man uh my boy joseph blue just got his master's degree so, shout out to him, man. That's a huge accomplishment for, you know, a person who grew up. If you if you would have known Blue like way back in the day and you if you would have seen where he came from, um you would realize how huge of an accomplishment that is. So, shout out to shout out to my boy Blue. Shout out to you, Blue. Also, yeah. shout out to my grandpa, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Just turned 85. We celebrated his 85th birthday today. Um that was a huge deal. Just mm-hmm. based on, you know, somebody being 85, who raised the family and did it the right way, man. And he's aging great. And especially when somebody of that age that looks like you, that's setting such a great example. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we all know the, uh, you know, American history. You know, he made it through all of that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's amazing to see someone of that age to flourish and in, in, uh, do great things. So shout out to my grandpa, Sidney Tolliver, man. Thank you. Shout out to
1: him one time. Also, shout out to Justin Justin Cummings. He, uh, me and the finesse guys just shot him a, a movie this past weekend, and he unique, he, he helped us out a huge, you know, he, he went above and beyond what he was, a, was supposed to do and what we asked him to do. So we really appreciate that, man. Um, hopefully, it pays off in the long run to where, you know, years down the line, we can potentially make money together but you know we're obviously right now we're just doing this for fun and he he helped us a great deal so appreciate it shout out my brother shout out mm-hmm. and shout out to finesse entertainment
0: man yeah No, you know what i'm saying I'm, I'm too old to be a part of y'all group man but you know and shout out to everybody <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 25 uh 25 year old uh requirement <laughs> 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 yeah man all right, man. Any any other shout-outs, man, before we move on? Um, nope. That's about it. Shout-out to my moms one time. Shout-out to Trina Parker, man. Shout-out. Shout-out. It's like my second mom, man. <laughs> All right, man. Let's move let's on. Let's get into it. All right. <sighs> Not the main topic, but something we wanted to touch on. Mansplaining. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been on the internet and you came across, and I'm not trying to discredit the whole feminist movement, so like, please don't misunderstand me. But the term mm-hmm. mansplaining is extremely just. It's really disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. It, it's weird. It, it's like you are saying if I if I say something, it's like it has less relevance because I'm a man. Don't mansplain to me about this. Yeah. And it's like, uh. What? Yeah, (laughs) I don't. I don't understand how that is something that is okay to say. It's like a. It's like a very sexist implication. Mm -hmm. Like you know, um, don't mansplain to me about you know what I'm wearing and this and that and the third. It's like I'm not. It's like you're. You're. You basically are telling me you don't even care what I have to say. Mm -hmm. So you're accusing me of the same thing that you're doing right now, and 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 I call that well. You know, I call that hypocrisy, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't even want to hear me out. Mm -hmm. Not to say you have to listen, but to say that I'm mansplaining, that's very derogative. Yeah. And you put the word man in front of it, too. Like, if I said, don't woman-splain to me, go make me a sandwich. You'd be like, what? It'd be an uproar. You want cheese on that?
1: (laughs) 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 That's real. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's one of those things where... With anything, you can't just discredit someone just because of their gender, their race, their, you know, ethnicity or whatever the case may be. Because at the end of the day, you know, these are all just opinions and we have to hold people's, you know, you don't have to necessarily care about another person's opinion, but you d- you definitely have to respect it. Um, So I think we I think we as people could do a better job of stop creating these words. That are like um, they 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 just have a negative connotation to them. You know what I mean? Like just saying someone is a man and 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 implying that the way a man explains something is wrong is is wrong. I
2: like exactly. shouldn't be
1: doing that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Not cool at all. Oh, I had the. I'm mad. I just thought about it, mid-conversation, conversation. I lost my train of thought. At <laughs> these like the the little pop filters that I bought. And I left him at home. So I'm fine.
2: Oh. Womp, womp. Wait. <laughs> no way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Had to find that perfect ad lib. I have uh, to get him down more. So, so I yeah, go. I was just like, how many of these buttons this going to press? He's weird. See, I that's know. why we need a production team for the podcast. Yeah. So they'll know exactly which ad libs to press.
1: And, and they and won't it, forget pop filters. And,
0: and if they and if they for, if they press the wrong button, then we'll just fire them and get somebody
1: else. Yeah, you press the wrong button, Chad. That's your last fucking time, <laughs> Chad. <laughs> Chad, just the intern. He, he go to CSUV. Hey, man, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> man. Had a long day at class. <laughs> It won't happen again. <laughs>
2: I've had a lot of homework Okay.
0: Uh, why is it always when it's like a student or a nerd it's the same voice? Yeah. It's like that that, nasally kind of that little nasally yeah. kid. Like, hey, excuse me, sir. What are you <laughs> First of all, can you blow your fucking nose? <laughs> blow your nose, man. What's oh, that shit God. they put in your nose for allergies? Was it a uh, Claritin or something? Yeah, I think so. You need to get that nozzle. Or spray. You, you
1: could get the little uh, you know, they put the they have like like that the the water that goes to your nostrils and it's supposed to clean out your nasal cavity or something. You
0: need a fucking nose transfusion, motherfucker. <laughs> That's not even a real thing. That's how bad you need it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, man. That's yeah, not cool. Mansplaining. It's like you are discrediting my opinion before I even get a fucking thought out. That's right. Not cool. Not yeah. cool at all. And and this is what's kind of making it's making it's like creating this new uh this modern feminism movement look bad. Um I think feminism f- feminism is feminism. I don't want to call it modern feminism, but when I think of modern feminism, it's usually a discredit to men. It's like an attack on men instead of an attack on the the subject matter of mm-hmm. inequality or yeah, unequal right. pay or mm-hmm. all these things it's just like women will hashtag feminism but then say men are trash and it's like uh yeah. that's not feminism that's man hate yeah there is a cl- there should be a clear indication between man hate and feminism
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know and a lot of people are getting it confused but that's social media has added that um that you know to the whole it's changed the whole narrative. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of it's kind of sucks, but yeah.
1: What I was telling earlier, I was like, it feels like in this new day and age, 2018, where we have so much access and people. I feel like more so today than any other time, people are creating words. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. So, w- with that, like these inter these uh, internet generational kids or whoever it may be are creating words. And then they latch on to these words and they try to use it for any and everything. Or even if they're not creating them, they're discovering words um, based on, like, words that have been around for for ages. Like, feminism has been around for forever. Yes. But just recently has it been, like, a thing where people want to wear feminist shirts. And, you know, they want to put hashtag feminism in their bios and stuff like that. So it's like once these, like people of almost like average intelligence latch on to words that are like semi like big words and they feel like they know the definition they just want to like um almost overuse it yeah you know I mean? and not they're like they're just they're not even living real life they're just like you know using these big words to you know uh narrate their conversations i won't even say <clears throat> average intelligence probably below <laughs> because if you're I'm
0: a person sorry. that has average intelligence, you don't need to. You're not. You don't need to skate by by trying to gain like more like use words and uh, uh, add on to your already average diction. Yeah. Like I'm a person of average intelligence. Yeah. I don't. I don't claim to be smart. Mm-hmm. If I actually know something and understand the definition of it, then I'll say it. But a person that's not very smart will latch on the big words, like you said. And they will use them wrong mm-hmm. It'll be like Okay The over." The of, chrono, uh,
1: That sounds Wait why are you turning into E40 right there No that's <laughs> The chrononoscopy <laughs> What I'm trying to say is Today's world And the colonoscopy
0: Of how everybody feels You like colonoscopy That's what they dig in your ass No Actually it means You would be like dude You have no fucking clue What you're talking about
1: Oh man
0: Yeah Mansplaying is one of those words It's just uh-huh. something it's 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 a derogative, hateful word used towards men to downgrade what they're saying because pe- like there's some people that feel that what we say has no relevance. Yeah. Like for example, let's say for example. Um there was something happening in the black community and a white person that weighed in on it. I wouldn't say, Hey, look, bro, don't white explain to me about black people issues. <laughs> I would just say, like, look, you feel differently than I feel about it. And evidently you may not understand the whole context behind, you know, what's really going on. So maybe we can have a conversation about this. Yeah. But I'm not gonna be like, Stop white explaining to me about this. Like yeah. nah, bro. Like that's just a horrible way to um, engage in any type of conversation.
1: I swear yes, I yeah I think we I think we I think we hit that from every angle, not from the back <laughs> 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 oh,
0: yeah so ultimately like if you're a person that considers yourself to be either feminist or just a person uh, I'm gonna have to say a woman. You know, if you're a woman and you mm-hmm. you consider yourself to be a feminist, or even if you're not a feminist, if you just have a lot of man hate in your heart, stop telling men that they're mansplaining things. And how about you just try to listen? Yeah. And if it's wrong and you're like, this guy's a moron, then that's actually a good thought to have. Maybe you should just say, look, look, we feel differently. No, thank you. Goodbye.
1: Yeah. I think the, the crazy thing is, is that... Um if anyone is a believer in, you know, women having equal rights as men, they're, like, technically a feminist. But since the narrative of the, the word and the, the group has changed so much, um, we're led to believe that feminism is something totally different than what it is supposed to be. Yeah. Like what you're saying it's, it's more so man hate now versus
0: exactly. actually,
1: like, people fighting for... You know, equal pay. Exactly. You know, just you know, equality across the board.
0: They're all kind of like feminists that are just like going to the extreme and creating these new, these new things. It's like this one feminist was on TV. She cut her all her hair off, and Mm -hmm. she was going walking down the street without a bra on, and it was raining outside, and it it was you was like a wet T-shirt contest, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, what is this freak show? Like, I don't know what this shit is about. Yeah you know and that all, and and people might think like wow I'm not a feminist she's a feminist look what she's doing yeah when in actuality that's false if you stand for you know equal rights and you know have the wages being the same for the same jobs and th- things of that nature then you technically are a feminist you don't have to cut your hair bald and you don't have to say hateful things towards men and things of that nature
1: you gotta show your titties you
0: ain't gotta show your titties if you want to that's cool but all i'm saying is if you <laughs> yeah, it's perfectly
1: fine <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't mansplain to me about how i'm supposed to show my titties okay that
1: was with a- me and eddie both Kind of live on the same street. What if there was a slut walk that just like. Oh, my God. (laughs) That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. I would take the day off. (laughs) I would have a slut sleepover. (laughs) Eddie would would move the cones to where it like it just kind of ran in front of his (laughs) house. (laughs) (laughs) What would
0: be like the chant? It'd be like Amber Rose. We
2: are sluts. We are
1: sluts. I'd be like, um, "Y'all want something to drink? <laughs> Passing out waters. Yeah, sad. like they oh, just pour god. it on their titties. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, you're supposed to drink it. Yeah, you're supposed to drink it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh my god. That was crazy. Yeah, we gotta to move on, man. We got to- <laughs> <laughs> all right. Retirement. Um. Retirement seems to be, like, an extremely awesome thing. Um, I was talking to my aunt today. She is retired, um, and she was telling me about, like, what she does and stuff. And I, I'm not going to say I was envious of it, but I was just like, wow, this is awesome. I'm going to go live. Go ahead, man. Go live, bro. I think if I go live, I wonder if I could see my topics on
1: the phone. Oh, yeah. You could probably save it then. Yeah. Dang it. Uh, well, anyways. Um, oh, you could do it in between, I guess. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah
0: Um, But yeah man She uh, was talking about What she does You know She like cans Like fruits and stuff And you know She's like If I want to see my You know See my grandbaby You know I could just take a drive And this and that And I was just like This is like her Like she's taking Her time Like she gets me time Which is dope Think about how many times You think like I don't want to go to work And it's Mm -hmm. not that I hate what I do But you gotta understand It's like Bro She spent her whole life Working Mm-hmm. And now she gets the opportunity to chill. She's like, eh, I thought about getting a part-time job, you know, maybe just something to bring extra income. But like, mm-hmm. I'm really not tripping. I'm <clears throat> chilling. I was like, yeah. Would it, don't as get... far as the
1: canned fruits, like, what? Mm-hmm. Is she going to like farmers markets and picking fruits? She's or doing like...
0: all kind of stuff, man. Yeah. You know, um, uh, she's making like uh, cranberry jelly and jams mm-hmm. and all kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's like it's just dope. It's dope to see. It's dope to see my aunt doing those things because, you know, uh, shout out to her um, because she spent a lot of time, uh, you know, whenever times got rough for my family and stuff, like, you know, where it'd be me and my sister, my mom and dad, whatever. Yeah. You know, it'd be times where she would have to take in me and my sister sometimes. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she was always there to help us out and her own children. So she took in extra mouths to feed and was at work and doing all this stuff and for her to go through all that and now see her she got a new place you know out in uh it's just it's it's awesome seeing that and it's Mm -hmm. like projection wise i'm just trying to figure out where i will be at that time and i'm just setting it up man i think it's always important to have an exit plan yeah it's a lot of young people that's like they're not really taking shit serious but it's like yo i'm in my 30s i think if you're in your late 20s and you're in your 30s, that's when you really got to start planning for your retirement. And if you're not putting money away in, like, a 401K or something, you need to be, like, having a legitimate savings account. Mm-hmm. Because you got to be ready. Because I'm not trying to be some old man like, excuse me, sir, um, I need some hours. Um, yeah. I'm eating my cat food at the house. Yeah. Yeah. It's been cases of elderly people eating cat food because they didn't have no food to eat. That sounds crazy. That sounds fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. That's why it's important to take your retirement seriously.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Retire. that's the ultimate goal. I think for Americans, we feel like we should work till we're like 60, retire, and then ride off into the sunset. So, but the thing is, it's so far away, I don't think most people look at it. You know what I mean? Because that's like 40, you know, dang near 40 years from now. Um, And it's just like. That is the ultimate goal What was your, what was your aunt doing before she retired? Uh, she worked with kids uh,
0: I think she worked uh, I'm not sure if it was preschoolers I can't remember what grade Yeah uh, I don't want to butcher it But Yeah She did it for a very long time mm-hmm. Very long time mm-hmm. And uh, she did a damn good job yeah. yeah She retired She retired young Yeah She started She started going to the retirement Like the classes They have like these seminars Yeah She started going to like 57 years old Cause you have to like You have to like do all kinds of stuff Before yeah. you retire Yeah And she retired at, like, 60 in, like, a couple months.
1: Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, like, that's dope. Yeah. You put in a lot of work, I think, you know, for for people like that that are, like, teachers. Like, I know a couple teachers that are retired and um, people in general that are retired. And it's like you work so hard for so many years. And, like, it's what you work for at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like you put in, like for us, I don't like for us, I think it it would be different because we're we're just doing something we love. And I think that most people, most people don't like, you know, like my uh, friend's uh, grandpa was in the military and, you know, he's retired now. I don't necessarily know if he he liked or loved to do that. So, you know, that's something you would retire from. But I feel like us, we're, you know, we're just doing podcasts, we're doing, you know, like creative stuff, making movies, doing comedy, stand up. That's Those are like stuff you don't necessarily retire from, but the, the same concepts apply. Definitely. The same concepts of like saving your money, putting your money away, um, building towards a the future. Then, you know, one day where you may not necessarily retire, but you're doing you're doing different things. You retire. Like maybe the po- the podcast. I don't think the podcast is going to last we're 60 so <laughs> I don't we think we're old yeah, men on the podcast. I, like, I already got gray hair. Sure. Yeah,
0: I think if, if we if we last on the podcast that long, that'd be
1: embarrassing. We, <laughs> the topics would be fucked up. Like today, my balls hurt real bad. We like, got we got the topics is like hemorrhoids, <laughs> Viagra, uh, and young women. Yeah, it's like oh, I met this young lady. <laughs> she was 56 <laughs> when they when we when a fifty six year old woman turns into a young woman, man, um, we definitely need to retire. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, we yeah. shouldn't be chasing women when we that old. And hopefully, we married and like chilling. Definitely, Eddie got him, Eddie got him a a lovely white woman, a lovely pasty white woman. If it ain't <laughs> white, it ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh. <laughs> no nah, man, it, it's all good, dude. I I, I think ultimately, uh, the 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 end game, or I would say, not the exit plan, but is to turn this podcast into something else. Mm-hmm. You know, build the audience, um, not only build the audience, but <clears throat> just mutate this shit into something bigger, man. Whether it be um, a, whether it's a night show or it's interviews or whatever mm-hmm. the case, just mm-hmm. just turning this into something great. That's yeah. where I see it going, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as we stick, the stick-to-itiveness is the number one thing. And also, um, hell, just doing what we're doing.
1: I I think the crazy part is, Uh like, um, my mom works at a regular job. Like, she doesn't get paid a great amount of money. But one day she told me how much money she had in her 401K, and I was almost amazed. I was like, wow. Like, she could legit, like, if she just stays on the same path she's on right now, she could legit retire when she's, you know, that same 60, 60 year old, 64 year old um, or whatever the, you know, the typical retirement age is, you know, just from a regular job. So if there, if there's people out there that are working, you know, as um, I don't know, any, you know, any job out there that's not getting paid a great, a great amount of money, but you're also like forward thinking and know that if you keep putting money into a 401k, you could legitly retire from a Walmart job or. A job at Target or, you know, yeah a job like that.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. You gotta have an exit plan. Mm-hmm. You gotta exit plan.
1: <laughs> hey, what's up, Kirsten?
0: How you doing? Hey Kirsten. Kirsten. All right. Yeah, we went through, we decided to go live, man. Yeah. You know? Um yeah, I mean you gotta have an exit plan. You gotta mm-hmm. you gotta have something. You guys are live? Yeah, we're live. Stop telling the stuff we already know. Now um <laughs> I'm saying you got to have an exit plan. You got to have an idea of where you're going to go. And once that happens and it'll be okay. There's some people that work jobs, they hate their whole life. But if you could make your, your um, retirement, like a sweet retirement, Mm -hmm. then all that shit would be for something. Mm -hmm. You know, you could be set up, you could go take vacations. I know some guy that retired and he took hella vacations. He was just chilling and going out to vacations with his wife and, that's what it's all about: putting away some money, uh-huh. putting away putting away a good amount of money, and stop buying dumb shit, and yeah. have some fun when you retire. Mm-hmm. I know it's 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 cool to have fun when you're young. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, hey, life ain't always about fun. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. that's my take on that.
1: Yeah, that's real, and you got to think about like the 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 life expectancy, the average you know age of living for a male. I I looked it up; it was like you know closer to 80 or like this high 70s or something like that so if you retire in your early 60s you got years of you know living an amazing life you know what i mean you just grind it out for so many years and once your retirement comes you could chill kick your feet up
0: yeah definitely man yeah kick your feet up chill you know and if, if say you're older and you're single you could just like you know you might end up in you know like mexico or something and you know Getting some little BJ's here and
1: there, <laughs> and uh, Tijuana.
0: Yeah, man, I'd be having some having some fun. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool, man. If you get if a you're... BJ and
1: TJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, that's, that's great, man.
0: All right, man. Well, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, one of the main topics we want to touch on is is attention a drug? Yeah. Is attention a drug? I I, I strongly am starting to believe that it is. Mm -hmm. Um, The reason why is because a lot of people tend to do things that they would not do um, if they weren't getting affirmation or attention from it. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is, for example, you know, a person, let's say, I don't know, let's say a chick posts a picture and uh, it gets two likes and it's like a selfie or let's say it's like a thirst trap. She's mm-hmm. going to be more discouraged from posting that because he's not getting enough attention from it. But let's say a chick posts a thirst trap and she's pretty. She's got nice tits. She got a real nice ass. She posts the same video. She gets 500 likes. Now she's like, people love me. hmm <laughs> These motherfuckers love me. Let me hit them with another thirst trap. Yeah. And then it's like, it's indirectly a thirst trap because it's like... um Laying on the bed with the fucking booty shorts on. And she's like, my day has been so long, but I'm blessed. Thank God. And it's like, God ain't got nothing to do with them titties. Like, yeah. you ain't fooling me. Yeah, You know, and it's just not only that, there's it's all kind of things that everyone does. Like, it'll be a guy and he'll buy a brand new Jag. He'll be standing out in front of his Jag and he'll be like blessed.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: blessings don't got nothing to do with fucking cars. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like, dude, save it. Mm-hmm. You just want everybody you putting on a show. Yeah. That's basically what I'm getting to. Everyone's putting on a show. They're not living for themselves. Charlemagne posted a, an amazing tweet earlier, and I had to share it to Instagram. This is what it says verbatim. Mm-hmm. Social media has made it to where people are really not doing shit for themselves anymore. Everything is a performance and showcase for others. I cannot agree with that more. Yeah. Um, I'll say this. There has even been things that I... Have done and didn't realize that it was for attention later on. Yeah. You know, um, and it's kind of sad. I, I don't I don't think that uh, your life should revolve around it, like getting attention. Yeah. There's so many things you should be doing for yourself. I know some people that are struggling like a motherfucker, but you wouldn't be able to tell on social media because mm-hmm. they got it all.
1: That's real. They
0: got all the champagne and the money and the women. and Yeah. And people are hating on me. Yeah. Like, um, motherfucker. People
2: are hating on
1: me? Yeah, like, people are hating on you? Yeah. On what? That's crazy. I think um, I've maybe ran into, a, it's a super small percentage, maybe just a handful of people that I know that have Instagram that um, legitly post stuff for themselves. Right, right. Like, like for, and, by, and the only reason I know that is because sometimes they'll scroll through and they'll look at their old videos and they'll laugh, they'll laugh at their own videos or they'll be like, man, that was a good picture or that was a good time or something like that. But for the most part, people are posting stuff for likes. You know what I mean? They're posting stuff to get approval by other people. They have to get extremely um, done up. You know what I mean? A lot oh, yeah. of makeup, you know, or... Fresh shoes, or you know, whatever the case may be, to look extremely attractive um, and post a picture, and they're constantly checking to see how many people view yep. their stories or how many people like their picture. Mm-hmm. And that's that's you know, that can really ruin your day. Imagine if you were just constantly looking for approval, and then you post something and you only get one like, and it's just like, just and in, like invest in. And that thought process You know can have a negative Negative, negative effect on you um, Once you don't get the, the, the amount of likes You want or the approval that you're looking for
0: Definitely And it's like we live in a world of uh, Social media is like a world of uh, show me Show me this uh, mm-hmm. And I, I talked about this earlier on my story On Instagram that the, 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 Just the irony in the name social media mm-hmm. Like how it's not really social. Honestly. No, no. <laughs> it's not social. Yeah. It's just like, show me, show me tits. Show me ass. Show me a pretty face. It's like, oh, oh, you got muscles? Oh, look at my muscles, bro. You see that car I got? Oh, I got a new car. <laughs> it's really anti-social
1: media. Very
0: anti-social. Yeah. It's creating, it's creating dysfun- dysfunctional social skills. It's, it's like the same people that you can interact with the most on social media. When you finally see them in public, they're the most socially awkward motherfucker you ever met. Mm-hmm. They're like, um, uh, 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 what's up, man?
2: Uh, uh, <laughs> uh,
1: uh, uh, uh mm-hmm. I gotta go. Uh, yeah, uh, all right, man. All right.
0: right. <laughs> I, I, There's some dude that I knew in town. I didn't know him, know him. I just had him on social media. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you have common interests with someone, you commonly will connect with them on social media. You may have mutual friends or whatever. So there was this guy that was into like weightlifting and I seen him at the Fit Expo a few years ago and I was like, Hey bro, what's up? And he's like, uh, oh
2: uh-huh
1: All right. <laughs> wait why is he saying uh uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh bro oh what's up and i'm just like i'm not expecting you to be jumping up and down like oh shit it's eddie yeah but as much as you frequently comment on my posts and we exchange ideas and conversation on social media when i finally meet you in pub in person you were the most weirdo motherfucker that i ever met after that day i was just like yo i'm cool on these people the mm-hmm. same motherfuckers that will commonly interact with you on a social platform won't even say anything. Yeah. It's bad. Girls will... F- It'd be some chicks that will even flirt with you but you see them in public, and they'll just be like, um, hi, um, hi. Like, <laughs> Get your
1: weird ass out of here. <laughs> You got to keep the same energy, man.
0: Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. That's like, okay, for example, right? Let's say we are listeners, dude. We got some cool listeners. And all of a sudden, like, I see one of our listeners out in public, and I'm like, yo. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I love what you guys do. You guys are funny. Yeah. I love what you do. And I would be like, cool. Yeah. You wouldn't even want to tune into me anymore, and I wouldn't blame you. I wouldn't blame you. And it's not because, you know, you're being an asshole, and you don't want to listen to me because I wasn't nice. It's because I should have some fucking energy if you' taking the time to listen to almost two hours of podcast every fucking week and yeah. then you finally see me out in public and I don't give a fuck what you have to say mm-hmm. that's I think that's kind of disrespectful mm-hmm. I'm with me and Keith are doing this for a reason, yeah, and you guys are are continuing to help us mm-hmm. by tuning in, so it's like, come on man, that would yeah. be that would just be weird mm-hmm. so
1: that's yeah. my take on it. Yeah, <clears throat> I do. I think I think is this ha, when you did that, did you notice was there a certain age that these people are or Was or was it just was it just overall?
0: It was overall. Mm-hmm. There was not no real age there. Yeah. But there's some people that see me and they don't think I'm going to keep the same energy when I see them. And then once I see them and I'm like, hey, what's up? How you doing this and that? Mm-hmm. They kind of let their shoulders down like, hey, Eddie, a cool dude. You know what I'm saying? I don't wanna make myself some self-proclaimed great guy. But at the end of the day, I'm a pretty down to earth guy. If you see me, you mm-hmm. know, then it's gonna be on. Like not like that, but you know, we will
1: be you trying <laughs> to fight somebody? Nah, I ain't gonna fight. Eddie Wilder.
0: Uh, <laughs> to this day.
2: <laughs> to this day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. I don't
0: know if y'all seen that video with uh Wilder. He was getting interviewed by that the Black Radio Reporter. Raheem. He's like he's like so you talked about um you know the the fight going on for 400 years. He's like what you man you know what I mean man?
1: He's people really too. He's mm-hmm. really offended, man. Radio Raheem? Yeah. That was great like cinema Like yeah, I was. really appreciate that Yeah like, his that nostrils interaction
0: His fucking nostrils Were
1: flaring up Yeah It was like he said so much In that like statement Um Without saying much And it's almost like What you would want to Try to mimic Um As a screenwriter so Oh yeah, like amazing Like Definitely. amazing And he's just like Off the top, top of the head I was gonna ask you Cause there was Um I was listening to the radio mm-hmm. Um In Romeo in the morning Uh Romeo in the morning Mm-hmm. I don't know how old he is, but I'm sure he's pretty old. Mm-hmm. Um, he had um, he had this this um, what you would call it? He had a question, and he was talking about like asking women out via text message, and he was saying like, "Man, I would never do that. Like, I'm too old for that." Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, and then some other older guy called in. He was like, "Yeah, man, like I would never ask a girl out via text. Like, you know, your phone is right there. You might as well give him a call." And I was just thinking like. Man, this is 2018. Like yeah. we ain't really, on, we ain't really on that. And it, they were trying to imply that it was, um, like the I w- what you would call it, like the lack of social skills or something like that. Like what? the man being nervous to talk to a woman or something like that.
0: I mean, there's some legitimacy, and then there's not either. Because you got to realize we are in a time where there are more convenient ways to contact people. Mm -hmm. And a lot of time, people don't like wasting time on the phone with others when they don't know if that's going to be a relationship or not. Mm -hmm. You know, you could really talk in person. I like conversation, too. If I had to Mm -hmm. choose, I would choose conversation over text. However, I realize that you can conquer so many more things like, you know, in person. But at the same time, too. A conversation is extremely conducive. You get yeah. like, everything's on the fly. You know, she can't make up some bullshit lies or she can't be fake. Some people art they have mastered the art of being fake to your face. And mm-hmm. then your interaction besides that is so little that you don't really get to see who that person is. Mm-hmm. But if you did have more conversations, then uh, you would know that better, in my opinion. But I will say this. Asking a woman out in text is not a problem. I do it all the time. Yeah. You know? It's just because what it does is is when you do it over the phone, it's like you, it's like on the spot. Yeah. And it's like, no. And it more or less I don't even ask. I don't ask the question. Mm-hmm. I tell them, like, let's go here. And they'll say yes or no. Yeah. Because if when you give women time to make up their mind, then they're gonna be like,
2: um, uh, um, uh <laughs> why you do that. Because face? <laughs> women are so
0: women are so indecisive. They don't know what the fuck they want. So yeah. if you're gonna be if you're gonna man up and ask them, you got to make sure the attraction's there. Like, okay, she's attracted to me; I'm attracted to her. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, me and you Saturday night at BJ's. Let's do it. And they'll be like, "That's a crazy place to have a first date." I know, right? The name of the place. Yeah, they'd be like, "Hey, by the fourth date, it's gonna be a real BJ. <laughs> <date." laughs>
2: that's
0: funny.
1: Yeah, yeah that's that's real though. Yeah, oh, my, shout out to my guy Blue. He just tapped in on the Instagram line. Blue, what's poppin'? Um, but. But I was going to say is... um should have tagged you, me on the live, man. Go ahead. Oh, I don't know how to do all that. <laughs> hey, guys, I just lost my Instagram live virginity today. <laughs> 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 no, what I was going to say is that, um, like, even if you do ask a person out through text message, you still have to talk to them in person. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's not exactly. like you're just... It's not like on the date you'll be texting them. Like,
0: exactly. Very true. Another thing... Yeah... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. That
0: sounds like an African name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's your name?
0: <laughs> What'd you say about Soda Pop? I didn't I
1: like knickknack patty, what? That's a crazy conversation. Yeah. Imagine like flirting with a girl like that. And then she'd be like, mm. <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: I could never make it with an African girlfriend, man. Yeah, that's uh, funny. She'd be like, because you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to really disrespect the African, <laughs> yeah. African culture like that. Mm-hmm. I might live in Wakanda one day, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. But I might live in Wakanda no. one
2: day. <laughs> what the
0: heck? <laughs> give me some of that vibranium <laughs> instead of get hey, instead of be like, give me some brain. Be like, give me some of that vibranium. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was a guy. He he got. He was. Um, I didn't want to argue with him. I think I mentioned this before, but maybe not. But I didn't want to argue with with him because it was just going to be a waste of energy. Yeah. But like we were talking about. Um, like that we first it, we we went to the ancestry.com and we talked about like you know just knowing your history and you know knowing what tribes in Africa we came from because it started out with the ancestry.com and then I was like yo they have the african ancestry.com also that you can like literally know what um like what tribes and stuff you 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 probably came from and he was like man I ain't really trying to you know figure all that out he's like i, I ain't really trying to dive into all of that because most black people don't know that um like africans themselves was like you know fighting against each other and then like kind of like the losers would end up going to america on the slave ships or whatever damn like that. um and i was just like that's a terrible way of thinking about like it knowing was. your history because all of our history like every country has some sort of like wild historical you know facts going on exactly but just the fact that you can know like literally where you're you know f- maybe four and five generations ago um <clears throat> were like walking around in africa is like dope to me but for yeah. him he was like man i don't want to know that i was just like that's kind of weird yeah it just kind of sucks like the losers went to america so so now we know that uh Uh,
0: Prince T'Challa, he won. (laughs) (laughs) That's real. Yeah, man. But, I mean, we we got off the main topic. Is attention a drug? You got damn right it is. Yeah. Attention is a drug because people will do anything for it.
1: Look at, like, even famous people like Kim Kardashian. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah. It's bad. It's
1: unfortunate.
0: It, here's something that I really wanted to bring up, too. Recently, this happened about three days ago. Mm-hmm. I was scrolling through Instagram, and I seen sometimes when you think of, like, people you may know or whatever mm-hmm. it is or posts you may know. I forgot what they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I clicked on it, and then it started showing, like, a bunch of ass. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Instagram's full Got of excited. ass. And I didn't get excited. I was just like, let me click on some ass. So <laughs> I'm scrolling through it, and this shit got vulgar as fuck. It got yeah. so vulgar, it got to the point to where this chick was literally naked. On literally. Her, ass was, her naked ass was out, and her nipple was out, right? She had one nipple. She was turned around, and her titty was out from the left-hand side with the nipple, and then the ass was completely out. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to see what would happen if I flagged it, right? So yeah. I flagged it. I know people are thinking, like, you flagged it. You're a loser. You're lame. Yeah. <laughs> so I flagged it, right? Yeah. Not too long, ago, like a day later, Instagram hits me back. And guess what they say? They or say, thank sense. you for your concern, but this was not deemed inappropriate for Instagram. That's wild. Dude. That's fucking wild. Like but you th- could be naked on Instagram. You could be naked. You know what I'm gonna do it. I'm man. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be the one to do it. Can you imagine? He start putting dicks on fucking Instagram. That shit would, would get happen? flagged so fast. Mm-hmm. They would flag it so quick. Mm-hmm. But as long as ladies keep getting naked, they're gonna keep allowing that shit on there. Yeah. And and I tell you something. I'm not excited by chicks being naked, man. Cause you you get enough of that in your personal life. You ain't worried about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then here here's another thing. <laughs> I put in social media disorders, which is a real thing. And it's been a trending topic for a long time. But when I try to put it as a hashtag, right? Guess how many um, recent posts it had or recent uh, hashtag posts. You know how they give you like a number, like 6,000 or 12,000? Guess how many it had? Five. Had 25. 25. So Instagram is suppressing the problem. The problem is social media disorder. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about nothing. They want you to keep clicking on titties and naked nudeness and people looking for attention and people doing wild shit. Mm-hmm. That's what gives them. That's what makes their platform bigger. Mm-hmm. But if you talk about like uh, mental illness and social media uh, uh, disorders, they don't want to hear about that because it's, it's taken away from their bottom line. Mm-hmm. And if somehow Instagram hears this, I don't give a fuck.
2: hmm.
0: They don't write me a check yet, but I don't think it's crazy. <laughs> I, I think I think it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous that we live in a we live in a society where attention has outweighed. Uh, it's outweighing who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And let me just say this real quick. OK, and tell me if I'm making any sense. If you are a guy, right, mm-hmm. and you're scrolling through Instagram and you like a chick. And you know she's really cool. She makes kind of funny. and You finally add her on Instagram, mm-hmm. and you see she mm-hmm. has her legs spread open, her booty is out, her titties are out. She's really p- pretty. She's getting thousands of likes, right? Mm-hmm. Should you take this person seriously? Like it for like? I'm just saying, should you take this person seriously? Mm-hmm. A person is seeking affirmation from people, Mm-mm. and she's naked. No, and she's pandering to men on social media. You you got to realize. Ladies, you are pandering you could talk you could say men are trash, this and that, but you are pandering to the very men that you say are trash mm-hmm. because you are displaying trash, yeah, and it's all for attention, and That's, it's from attention that yes. you, it's a, from a, it's for attention from people that you us, that you call
1: trash. The sad thing is that for whatever reason, they feel like they need to do that to be like,
0: Yeah, you like, don't, yeah,
1: <laughs> you guys will start out for the regular. There's a there's a girl that's from Bakersfield, um, and she's like she does her fitness thing and like a Herbalife thing or whatever. Oh, uh, all shit. And um, she's like, if she just did a pure fitness like thing without being um, like half naked and in bi- bikinis and stuff like that, she would have a good you know Instagram. But for whatever reason, she feels the need to throw on a bikini, throw some booty Man. pictures in there, and you know. You know, it's just like, it's just like you're, you're almost devaluing yourself you by are. doing those things. You are. <clears throat> and the thing about it is like, this is the argument. I don't care what men think
0: about me. They're trash anyways. Men are doing this and that. Okay. Keep having that thought process. Cause you either two things, you either wifey or you pussy. That's all you are.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When we see a chick with your, every picture is your ass towards the screen. Then you are pussy to us. We're not going to be like, wow, she got a nice ass. I would love to get to know her better and get to hear her personality. We don't give a fuck about your personality You got a fat booty I don't You got a fat ass I'm trying to get a piece of that I don't <laughs> give a fuck about your fucking personality you've, you've already ran me away from that whole concept It's down the toilet now Yeah Now I'm trying to You know I'm gonna I'm be ready to, When I see you I'm gonna be ready Like you know what I think I need to grab some condoms Cause this I'm might be to, going down
1: I'm trying to make an eggplant peach cobbler I'm trying to <laughs> 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 uh, to
2: make a
0: hot link sandwich
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's
0: it's it's, unfortunately it's the truth and i see you know the sad thing i see some women that i know personally that post it's always some sexual shit Mm -hmm. it's always some sexual shit your ass is always facing the screen you know you always doing some shit to to garner this sexual attention Mm -hmm. like if you're not about that life stop that bullshit Mm-hmm. If you're not about that life If you're not trying to fuck Then cut it out I'm just telling you straight I don't give a fuck What any, anybody think Listen to this mm-hmm. I'm keeping it real I'm giving you a man's perspective Whether you give a fuck or not Whenever you do this sexual shit Expect sexual shit from men
1: There goes Eddie mansplaining again. Yeah I'm mansplaining I today <laughs> I'm, on a manspl- I'm on
0: a mansplaining rampage <laughs> Yeah but it's just the truth Uh Like wouldn't you expect rich shit from us Like imagine if I post a picture Of a brand new Lamborghini Mm -hmm. and i'm standing with my shirt off i just came from the gym Mm -hmm. i got all this toxic masculinity going on Mm -hmm. you know i'm standing out there with some gray sweats on in front of the gym with my shirt off with my lamborghini talking about how successful i am Mm -hmm. and i'm always posting these pictures of me and mansions and stuff and then me and you finally hook up and i take you back to my apartment and it's nothing like you thought it was and you'd be like wait a minute i thought you had a mansion what kind of place is this yeah yeah I'm just giving you the and this is I'm not trying to like give like a false equivalence i'm I'm just like I'm just trying to just say like it's the same shit mhm like stop putting on a show and stop putting on a show that you are not even really a part of
1: mhm that's wild man that's an interesting um comparison because a lot of times you do um we'll see these girls and they they just know how to um do like really good angles, yep sitting on the counters and, you know, taking it from a, you know, a lower angle and all this kind of stuff. And then you see them in person you realize they, you know, skin and bones. Not even that. I've seen some women that do these things. They got pictures. They got angles. They got
0: this real nice ass. They got ass on the counter. Real pretty. Just like, oh my God. Right. And then you meet them in person and they are the most sweetest, nicest, non-ho that you've ever met. Yeah. And it's like, why are you painting this perception of yourself that's not really you? Yeah. Knock it off. Mm-hmm. If if a man is not smart enough to accept you for who you really, really, really are, then fuck him. Yeah. It's like it's sad because like I'm not trying to out Kim Kardashian, but because of women like Kim Kardashian and many other women like her, they get a bunch of attention. Amber Rose, they get a bunch of attention from having their titties out. And they got this spray tan and all this shit. Yeah. And from them doing all this sexual shit, it is there's like a herd of women behind them that do the same thing
1: because they hope to get that same attention. Someone uh talked about um it was I don't know how it came up, but it was something a little I might have been on the keeping up with the Kardashians mm-hmm. where she talked about um how she was. I don't know if she was implying that she would she regretted doing a video or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, or she didn't actually want to do it or whatever it was. But she was saying that she was high during the um her little sex tape with Ray J. Really, she's like, Yeah, you can you can see right there that I was, you know, my 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 mouth was quivering and something like that. So, is that but, her
0: that's her excuse for not being able to suck dick? <laughs>
1: There's no excuse for that.
2: <laughs> that shit was garbage.
1: That was funny. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was some little
0: little weak-ass sucks. She's like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Besitos? <laughs> She's not Mexican, bro. I know. She's Dominican. I, oh, I, like I was like, that was... That was a perfect term to describe her. Uh. <laughs> oh, but oh, but <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, man. Go ahead, I'm mean, gonna cut you off, dude. Yeah, shout out to Kim Kardashian for what? I don't know. I just felt like the proper thing to say after we disrespected her. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah, man. Uh, the only thing I could really say is 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 like it sounds bad because I don't think we use enough. Of men as an example, but there are tons of men that are doing the exact same thing as women, mm-hmm. um, putting on <clears> shows and talk oh, oh, here's the other one. The guys that talk about how much of a real man they are on social media. Mm-hmm. Like I take care of my kids, I have my business, I'm a man of God, blah, 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 blah. But you yeah. know this guy in person. Yeah. And you know this motherfucker ain't shit. Yeah, you just out you out here chasing pussy every day. Yeah, talking about how good of a man you are, mm-hmm. and the same motherfucker probably ain't even paying child support. Yeah, probably fucking twelve years behind child support, mm-hmm. and you over here talking about how much of a real man you are. Yeah, and you putting on a fucking show for social media,
1: acting like you really acting like you in a gym. Oh my acting God. like you making money. Um, I remember that was just, I was I seen a post once. <laughs> it was about a guy who was like, hey, like, he was basically saying, like, y'all need to stop asking me how I get money. Just, like, don't worry about how I be getting money. Don't worry about how I be pulling up in certain cars and getting trucks and how I'm always in the new <coughs> Jordans and stuff like that. Uh, I get, you know, I get money how I get it. Um, and a few... You know, a few months down the line, one of my friends told me, he was like, man, he ain't got his own car. He ain't got his own house. He ain't got his own nothing. He really be driving his friend's car around. Wow. His friend be paying for everything. And I was just (laughs) like, bruh. Like, that's like it. From a girl, if you were to be looking at his profile and stuff, you'd be like, dang, he got it going on. he be in a gym. he be doing this. But you really link up with him and realize, like, you know, he picking you up in an Uber and he ain't even and he's sober.
0: You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang! Yeah, I just think it's like this. If if you're actually broke, understand that's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, just stay in your lane. Yes. If you if you if you're not if you're not a hoe, good. That's okay. You mm-hmm. don't got to act like one for attention. Mm-hmm. If you're not that smart, it's okay. You don't got to try to say big words to act like you're smart. That's funny. You gotta, learn. you need to learn how to accept <laughs> yourself. Everything that me and Keith say on this—this this is what I love about podcasts. Everything me and Keith say on this broadcast is the same way we feel about everyday life, and we keep that same energy mm-hmm. in on this broadcast as and in, in life. Yeah. So you won't catch me saying Eddie said this on there, but then I seen him and that wasn't happening. Nope. Yeah. And yeah. plus, I'm too old to be doing that. Yeah. I'll be it, it kills me. I think we all know people that like this that we describe. I know some people that are older. They be acting like they the shit on social media. Yeah. Like, bro chill. You 39. Yeah. You acting like you doing it, man. It's this dude. I ain't gonna say no names. Obviously. It's this dude that's always posting pictures of himself and uh and he like dude, you almost forty, talking about, yeah, I'm the drip king, I'm dripping. You'd be like, bro. don't use drip after. Don't use years, drip bro. after fucking twenty five, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Or that's like I'm, <clears throat> I'm I'm the drip king. And, and if the dude has all these clothes, he'd be having pictures of him getting bags of clothes. And he'd be mm-hmm. like, Yeah, I don't be window shopping. I would be shopping shopping.
2: I'm like, bro, <laughs> that's funny. Really? <laughs> and it's
0: like, like I wish Facebook had a "Who are you trying to impress?" button.
2: Because
0: mm-hmm. I'd be pressing that motherfucker all
1: day. That's real. Excuse me. But yeah, man, it's like we gotta chill. Um, wait, what's the original topic? I feel I, like Joe Budden attention. Uh, yeah, yeah, seeking seeking attention. Um, but yeah, man, that, that's. I think you'll 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 be much happier if you, once you realize that you don't need to, um, pander to an audience. True. You know what I mean? You don't need to post pictures for someone else. You can put. Once you start doing stuff, it's almost like self-love. You know, that whole idea is like you can't love someone unless you love yourself type of thing. It's it's sort of the same concept. You can't have a fruitful social media presence if you're only doing stuff to satisfy, um, if you're only looking for, like, outside sources to, you know, satisfy your, um, I don't know what you would call it, but your, your, your social media presence, you know what I mean? Exactly. So... Yeah, just yeah. I I just think that everything.
0: This is just my opinion. I think that everything that you do on social media and the things you say, everything should align. Like they should all align, whether you do doing it in life or on social media. Everything should add up to who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never. <clears throat> I, I can't say I have ever misled somebody to believe I was this person that I wasn't. Yeah. And I can honestly say that. I just think it's, it's upbringing. Some people believe in fake it till you make it. I don't believe in that shit.
1: That, yeah, I would feel terrible if um, I had this whole, whatever it is, whatever I'm promoting on social media, mm-hmm. and then somebody were to meet me in person, and they would be like, oh, I thought you were, you know, like the college kid that, you know, likes to make movies or something. And I'm really like like um, a dirtbag that's just like, you know, trying to sleep with a million women and, you know, trying to. It's kind of true. Wait, wait. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, (laughs) 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 Cass. It's comedy. (laughs) But yeah, just like, I I just kind of want to be like the, you know, like the most authentic version of myself. You know what I mean? I don't want to be one way on this platform and one way on this platform and then. When you meet somebody in person, you're just like, oh, that's not what I expected. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah,
1: understood. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: to, to close it out, dude, I just think that we all need to do a better job, um, not only with how we represent ourselves, but we need to understand that uh, a lot of the things that we are doing is that they're done because social media has turned into a drug And we use it as a source of comfort. It's almost like crack cocaine. Mm -hmm. It's like it it triggers just dopamine in the brain like, oh, my God, my last post. My titties got 75 likes. Now, if I show more titty, maybe I get 150 Mm -hmm. likes. Mm -hmm. And you also have to realize how much that does not translate into regular everyday life. You cannot you cannot put that you got 150 likes on your titties on a fucking resume you can't... That's you, hilarious, man. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. Unless you got a yeah. pervert manager at a new job, he might hire you because you got nice tits, but... Unless it, you're applying at Pornhub. Oh, you're applying at Pornhub. You're getting that job all day. <laughs> when that, can you start? That's <laughs> 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 that was funny. They'll, they'll put you to a challenge, dude. <laughs> Instead of, like, just saying, well, I know you can show your tits, but can you get them sucked <laughs>
1: how does your head compare to kim kardashians <laughs>
0: oh my god that's crazy yeah yeah but you do, it just doesn't translate over mm-hmm. um so just be be very be very aware of what you're doing because mm-hmm. it's it's just a waste of time mm-hmm. all right moving forward who is to blame for cheating dun dun dun, dun. Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, who's really to blame for cheating? Yep. Um this question was posed based on uh me and Keith had a conversation is about Kevin Hart and the infidelity thing. Mm-hmm. And and for example, I guess we could use Kevin Hart. Um you know he cheated, obviously, but the woman he was with knows who the fuck Kevin Hart is. She knows she knows Kevin Hart was married, so when she went and sucked his married dick, she knew what the fuck she was doing. Yeah. So at the same time, we we blame Kevin Hart, which he's a married man. He should never have been in that in that situation. However when she was giving married blowjobs, she knew what the fuck she was doing. And for some reason, we dismiss the woman every time. Yes. And the man is the one that's getting hit over the head with, you ain't shit, you ain't shit, all these dudes ain't shit, all they do is cheat. Please understand, why you go on a fucking rampage, that the <clears throat> average man that's cheating is cheating with a woman, and that woman oftentimes is either married or in a relationship, her goddamn self. <clears throat> so can you guys please, as a whole, I would mainly say women for doing this, Mm -hmm. and it sounds bad because I'm a man, but a man ultimately is always to blame for the cheating shit. Just like if you say the word racist, white people always the ones to blame for the racist shit. So if that's how our brains are working, let's just try to take some time to challenge what our brain is trying to microwave for us before Uh we do this.
1: Yeah. I don't think it's cool. We got to look at it from all angles. Yeah. It takes it takes two to tango. So yes. we the the most high prof- profile um I guess cheating scandals we've seen in recent years was, you know, one in Kevin Hart and probably um Jay Z has been another one. Even, you know, offset and Cardi B. You got the girl Offset. <laughs> you got the um the girl, you know, crying on social media and basically saying oh she didn't know God. they was really married. And, or up. she knew they was married, but they she didn't realize they extended their relationship. This is all nonsense. But that that is a, like a microcosm of how terrible it sounds when we only blame the man. Like that girl, Cardi B and Offset is like the most... Popular hip hop couple, you know that we have at the moment. You know what I mean? They're, you know, at the at their at the peaks of their careers. You know, they're all over social media. They're all over TMZ, and you know what I mean. Cardi B got all kind of hit records. Offset is obviously like one third of the Migos, and they got multiple hit records and number one uh, number one songs and on Billboard and stuff. So it's like there's there's no like we have to put the blame on both people. Obviously, like we said before, it's wrong for a man to be cheating. But by definition, an adulterer is um, both parties. It's not just the like the male cheating. It's both people participating in whatever like uh, sexual escapade. So we have to start um, putting some sort of blame on the women because the women know like they these like it's. You can't really hide a relationship nowadays. Nope. Even if you're a regular person, you got your, you know, you got your wife on social media, you know what I mean? You got your wife on Facebook, your relationship status on Facebook or whatever the case may be. All this information is out there. And um, for these women, and, and, and a lot of times, you know, the men are honest with the, with the women. They, they'll say something along the lines of like, this can't be any more than you know what it is right here. Like we can only have you know these little relations every now and then. But I got a wife at home, or whatever the case may be. But do you know how bad that sounds for a woman to agree with that? Like, bruh. Like, yeah, that's you know that's fine with me. I'm just, you yeah. know, I'm fine having a little piece of you every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds crazy, right? <laughs> a little piece. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Imagine if she's like I can't wait to have A big black <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Oh no That's just I don't know man I, I think Like you said It does sound horrible For a woman to agree With that whole ordeal She knows you're Kevin Hart She knows you're Some high profile athlete She knows you're LeBron James Whoever you are And she's like She's like Yeah we can hang out And she's like Completely is Consensually Involving herself With a married man Mm -hmm. And you know I'm telling you right now uh, There are women that I've known Personally that I wouldn't even assume They would be sleeping with a married man And I find out And they'd be like yeah I was fucking so and so Like I'd be lifting There's some dudes I used to lift weights with And uh, they was like yeah I was fucking so and so And I was just like oh that's crazy How do you feel And I was thinking to myself like Wait a minute you talking about her And they'd be like yeah I was fucking her man And you know I had to tell her to stop Because I was married and she was getting feelings for me And I was Mm -hmm. like nah bro And I'm thinking like, and this is the same women that will be like, no, I would never do things like that. And, you know, I'm, you know, uh, men are just trash and I'm just taking my time to myself. And they paint this perception of being this, this, they're above these bad things, but then they're fucking married men behind the closed doors. It's crazy, but it's true. Like all this shit, all these pictures that people paint, like I'm a very faithful man to my wife and this and that. You're fucking all kinds of random chicks, bro. Okay. Anybody I feel that really needs to make a point that they're just this faithful or holier than thou person, oftentimes is hiding shit. Yeah. So I don't think there's a direct answer to who there is to blame for cheating. It's more or less like the liability
1: is on both people. Yeah, we just have to spread. You know what I'm saying? Spread that wealth of liability. I guess. Yeah, cause it, it's ridiculous how
0: mm-hmm. how is it that in society, like men, like men, literally get outed for cheating more when there are more women that exist in this world. First of all, mm-hmm. and then I'm not trying to put the blame on women though. I'm just making a, making a yeah. point. It's more of you than us. <clears throat> um, also, men have an issue controlling themselves. And you know what I think it is too. I think I mentioned this on an older podcast. I think women understand that men have a self control issue, mm-hmm. and that's why they say we ain't shit because they think in their minds like, you married, so what? I bet you I can still you know get you to eat my pussy. That sound. How... You think I'm playing? That sound you? accurate. That's why. I'm yeah, laughing. yeah. <laughs> women think in their mind like, oh, he married, but I bet you I get him to give me money. I bet you I get him to eat my pussy. Damn.
1: It's a challenge. Oh yeah, trust me. I think we as human beings like a challenge.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Trust me. If you hear this broadcast and it's tripping you out, share this with one of your homegirls, the one that's getting a pussy ate
1: by a married man. Oh my
2: god. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. yeah
0: it's unfortunately Um, true all the bullshit that we hide behind as human beings and and the actual shit that's actually taking place there's two completely different things yeah and it's just you know when you lived enough life and you really know what the fuck is going on Mm -hmm. then you like nah i know see my thing is this this is why i stand firm i'm single and i have the ability to fuck whoever i want not like I'm running around here like, hey, hey, <laughs> you want to fuck? And like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I still have standards. However, when I make that decision to actually clamp down and and uh, settle down with one woman, then that's it. I'm not fucking her over. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, I made, a, I made a conscious decision to... Choose to beat to share my energy with her, and I will not fuck I've never cheated in my life, and I will not fuck her over and make her look stupid or have her having to worry about me doing stuff behind her back okay but it's so many men out there they just don't got they don't have the how do you say it they don't they don't have the uh the strength because the force of the pussy is too strong the pussy
1: force. <laughs> Pussy force too strong. <laughs> oh that'd man. be a dope adult swim like cartoon we could make where it's like regular human beings versus the pussy force. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, I am your pussy. <laughs> Pussy force is real. Like, it is, dude. Some men can't control themselves when it. Some men can't control themselves when it comes to those those situations.
0: Oh, right? I've had my situations where I had to calm myself down.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> it can get wild out there. It could get wild. I don't care how much you care about your wife or care about your girlfriend. There have been chicks that have been around you in some capacity that you thought to yourself, like, oh, my God, I want to fuck her so bad. Yeah. And you're just like, and then you keep getting in close quarters with the chick. Maybe it's a chick in your class or maybe you go to the gym, you see some chick at the gym or whatever the case. And you're just like, oh, my God. Like, And, and the thing about it is the girls, she'll probably know you have a girlfriend. and She don't give a fuck. She, she's game. <clears throat> you know what else I noticed, too? There's a buddy of mine. I'm not going to say any names, but there's a buddy of mine who uh, was with this girlfriend for a long time and what ended up happening is it was this chick that was also well she was actually married and he was telling me like yo like bro she keeps trying to fuck me dude and I was like who are you talking about and he's like you know the girl we used to work with and I was like I was thinking like I know he wasn't lying but I was like he's exaggerating yeah and then like we was out chilling one night and uh he was like fool she keeps trying to she's trying to fuck me bro and I was like all right man so it got so bad that this yeah. chick was sending him pictures of her pussy and she was out like at some kind of party or something he's like look bro and i was and it was like on snapchat yeah. and i looked and it was her pussy and then she was sending pictures of her face and i'm just like yo like this chick is wilding yeah what it is is too is like when sometimes when married people like they know you got something to lose they know you ain't gonna say nothing
1: exactly
0: so if it's a dude like me and I try to smash her and she's married, she wouldn't even give me the pussy because she
1: probably figure like he's single, he might say something. Man, that's wild.
0: It's a crazy world we live in. It's very complex. It's almost a,
1: it's almost a better gamble for them to yes give it another married to, person. Yeah, because they know it's it's going to be a smooth transaction. Cheating is like fucking a secret society, man. Yeah. It's like the Illuminati, man. <laughs> fucking Illuminati pussy, man. <laughs> 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 Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's such it's such an interesting. Um, it's like a cult. You know what I mean. You got, and I think people people have figured it out. They know, like you said before, they know if they're messing with someone that's married or they got something to lose. It's um, it's 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 an easier easier transaction. There's no there's not really drama involved exactly. unless someone finds out, which probably only would happen if. Um, like someone slips up, Yep. but other than that, like it's easy, man. They know when to communicate. Mm -hmm. They know when not to communicate. Um, they know when they can do certain things and get away with it, how it could kind of mesh in with their day to day work. If they work like a nine to five and they got a certain job where, you know, it may require staying at the office a little bit longer. You can slide by, you know what I mean, get your little hour session in and then come home after work like
0: Man, they the
1: motherfuckers lasting no hour, man. Oh, well, you know. They they
0: have a they have a hour, uh, we call it a, a hour slot, but they will last about twelve minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So whatever 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 that transaction in that case you wouldn't even really have to lie. Hey babe, it was a lot of traffic on the way home. <laughs> the five was really backed up today. Yeah, she gonna check that traffic report and see you was fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you, you know how you can tell like a, <laughs> like a real, just like from observing parking lots, like you can. It's like the the people that are cheating cheating on each other like oh is, uh, so obvious bro. dude. Like they're always like overly affectionate in the parking lot. Yes, like hugging each other and yes. grabbing her booty and kissing her and stuff. Yes. It's like, there's a other place like you can go, like if you guys are in a relationship, you would just go home. You, you know go home I mean? and then you fuck at home. Mm-hmm.
0: And when you see people being overly affectionate in a parking lot, they're cheating, bro. Yeah, they are cheating. I've seen it a million times. I'll be at the gym. I'm getting out the gym and it'll be a chick. And I've seen this many times. I see a chick and her husband in the gym at one time. And then I'm just like, hey, what's up? You know, how you see regulars at any any place. But obviously, regulars at the gym like, oh, what's up, man? Hey, what's up? Seeing with his wife working out. Then all of a sudden I just start seeing like his wife only. And I like, hey, what's going on? And all of a sudden I see one of the trainers in the gym with her in the parking lot. And it's like in the dark area. And he, she getting kissed on. Wow. Getting kissed on and all kind of shit just out there. I'm just like, yo. Mm-hmm. Like people, man, I'm not trying to make this a woman thing or a guy thing. I'm just trying to shed some light on this whole motherfucking ordeal. Yeah. That people cheat.
1: Yeah. Point blank period. That's crazy, man. Yeah. And even, you know, I've experienced situations where I was trying to be the person, like trying to get someone to cheat. Um, but you know, I think even afterwards I did feel like I did something wrong. Like yeah. I felt like this is like I probably shouldn't have done that.
0: Definitely.
1: Um definitely. But I you know, I do feel like it was it was like a 50-50, you know, deal though. Like I was 50% 50-50 deal though. <laughs> a trucker's mind po- <laughs> truckers mind podcast dildos coming soon. 50 50 dildos. <laughs> oh man, go ahead. Man. I'm sorry. Though. What do a 50 50 dildo look like? I don't know. <laughs> That's funny, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I did feel bad afterwards. You know, especially how the whole situation played out, it was like this could have all been avoided if you know we just didn't do anything. So, yeah, man, these these it's it's a it's an interesting topic. I'm kind of glad we covered this because it was something that I was like, you know, just looking to hear different people's perspectives on. So Definitely. I'm curious to know what like the listeners are thinking when oh, they hear yeah. this. Yeah. The listeners, their mind is wondering because they've been thinking about getting some pussy for a while from a married man or. Someone in a relationship.
0: Oh yeah, there's a there's or a chick listening woman. right now that's thinking like, oh my god, like I so wanted to hook up with that married guy, or uh-huh. it's a it's a dude thinking like, oh man, I wanted to hit that, but she's married and it's hard to get her in bed. Uh huh. I've had situations where there's a married woman and um she obviously is attracted to me and I'm just kind of shooing it away and the attraction's getting worse and worse and I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I really want to do this chick. And then eventually I ultimately stepped away from the situation. But I was I was knee deep in that shit. (laughs)
2: Like,
0: well, not not literally in her, but I was. (laughs) Yeah, I was in too deep in the situation. I ended up not doing anything. And I I told myself from that point, no married woman. Like, we're not fucking with any married women at all. Because people don't admit it. But married people get bored, bro. They get bored. That's one thing that they'll never admit. I love my husband. He is the best. And, uh-huh. you know, it's like, I love my wife. She's the best. And, you know, that's, yeah, maybe. But you also have sex with the same fucking woman every week every for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And you see all this hot pussy walking around. And you're thinking, like, damn, I sure could use a piece of that. But I'm married and I won't do it. Yeah, and then till, until just the perfect situation comes up. And it's this chick that's kind of hot. And you want it real bad. And it's like... People don't really know until they're in that situation. And they say, just be faithful. Just be faithful. Okay. That is the best way you should be faithful. But in all reality, a lot of people don't have, they don't have the, what should I say? They don't, they're not strong enough to, you know, withstand the power of attraction to someone. The pussy force. The pussy force. <laughs> is there's that, that somewhere on a
1: periodic table? <laughs> I don't some, science, some Albert Einstein theory yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> what? What?
0: What would be like the? Uh, would like the three word? Because uh, one is like H two O.
1: Oh yeah. P two O. Because I might be dripping. wet P T W. P two W. <laughs> Pussy too wet. oh man it's crazy
0: oh man all right man well i think we've we didn't make a just defined point about who's to blame yeah we're just putting equal liability on both people yeah moving forward Mm -hmm. what's wrong with hip-hop what is wrong with hip-hop i think the bigger question is what's wrong with us because i hear some people that say man this new age hip-hop is garbage i don't i can't listen to little yachty and ah oh, and the 21 Savage is whack or so-and-so is whack and i'm listening to the guys say this right mm-hmm. but they're like 40 something years old motherfucker this rap ain't for you You're right you are old as fuck these kids are they're old enough to be your sons Okay. Your
1: grandsons probably.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, dude, this shit ain't for you. You had your time. You had Snoop. You had Pac. You had Mac 10. You had Ice Cube. You had Method Man, Red Man. You had all these motherfuckers. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm 33. I grew up on that same hip hop. Mm
2: -hmm. But
0: what did you expect? You expected hip hop to be the same forever? Yeah. You expected everybody to rap like Busta Rhymes forever? Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck did you expect? This shit, you are too old go somewhere and listen to some fucking 1993 shit like don't really have don't comment too much on the shit out now because you're never gonna relate it's not for you exactly the whole wave has changed but i'm at the age now where i remember a couple things like i remember my dad and how when, when snoop dogg first hit the scene how my pops didn't really like like snoop or he didn't really like you know what the shit cube was saying or nwa was saying because my dad came from a time where made a lot of love music in the seventies, you know, listening to the Isley brothers and, you know, and shit like that in mm-hmm. the in the Jackson Five and all of that. Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson. Well, you go from all that that time of, <laughs> of loving and, you know, and vibing in the club and then disco and all that shit mm-hmm. to it went from that to fuck a bitch or fuck the police. And and it's like this mm-hmm. is a whole new wave. My dad is like, hey, I don't want my kids listen to this fucking shit. Mm-hmm. My dad didn't even let me watch The Simpsons when it first came out.
2: You know
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's like I think about how it was with my dad Um My Dad was raising us and he didn't like it and then now all of a sudden the same young people that's listening to Snoop Dogg and Method Man, they turn into the old motherfuckers. Yeah. And these old ass motherfuckers are like, Lil Yachty is whack. You think I care about your forty eight year old opinion? Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Lil' Yachty, but I realize why I'm not. It's because I'm at a certain age group where it does not apply to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think all of his music is whack. You got to give people a chance to listen to it. I think he's made some great songs. Same thing with 21 Savage. I've also, with 21 Savage, I've lightweight became a fan. I think he's made some pretty good music. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like 21 Savage, but I, li- I like the kid. I mean, his music ain't aimed towards me, though. I'm fucking 33 going on 34 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I just think we need to take a step back. And stop being hypocrites.
1: Yeah. We um one thing I don't <laughs> will say is that general like each generation feels the same way about the previous generation's Thank music you. all the time. Thank you. Like I'm sure that people that I grew uh that was um they grew up on Rock Him and all these guys yes. and Pete Rock and all these, you know, legendary hip hop artists <laughs> and stuff. They grew up on that, loving that music. And then when the next wave of music came around, um, as far as like Snoop Dogs and Tupac and all these rappers in the ninety, they was probably like, "What is this? Like mm-hmm. this dude's talking about weed and smoking Indo and Chronic and all this stuff? Yeah. It's like, what? Are, I'm not listening to this. This is trash." Yeah and then when these guys when the people that grew up on these guys grew up and then the people in the early 2000s like Nelly and 50 Cent and all these guys came out they probably felt the same way. Yep. So it's just like it's the same narrative it con- mm-hmm. you know it's just a, it's just a cycle. Um, we just have to realize that. <clears throat> but I, but you you did say like it's our fault it's the it's the consumer's fault. Yes. Um, if we as people want to hear better hip hop then we have to stop consuming terrible hip hop thank you you know what i mean when people when artists that don't know how to rap that well or you know they can't sing that well or whatever the case may be they doing this emo rap and whatever all the stuff that we as people act like we don't like or act like we don't listen to we have to stop listening to it and then yeah. these people will just go away and then the people that are that are um the better hip hop artists and the better rappers will the cream will always rise to the top so Mm, I slightly disagree the reason why I disagree is based on the fact that you can't just listen away
0: people because there's a targeted audience and when you say like ah oh, you know don't listen to that because that's you know if we don't like emo rap this and that there's a bunch of emo motherfuckers that love it so they yeah. have a niche audience yeah that, that's going to continue to tune into these guys and that's okay that's cool yeah. you <clears> know and not and at, at the end of the day I'm not knocking anybody's hustle because at the end of the day they made it and you didn't Yeah. So if you say, oh, he
1: whack. I've been rapping for 15 years. Well, evidently your shit didn't work. Yeah. I I think also, too, (laughs) it's like as much as we complain about the state of hip hop, that's just popular music. Dang. There's thousands of artists out there. Like Ice Cube just dropped the album this week. It's like if you're a person that loved Ice Cube then and you you wish that music sounded like You know, back when Ice Cube was, you know, one of the top rappers in the game, then listen to Ice Cube's album and you'll be fine. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, don't, like, popular anything is going to be what it is. Popular movies are going to be what they are. A lot of people don't, you know, they feel like these blockbuster movies are terrible. They feel like these, you know, high profile artists are, you know, terrible. Some people don't necessarily like Drake. They feel like he's a pop singer. Right. Um, Whatever the case may be, but there's always like, you know, artists out there or film like indie filmmakers that make great movies for you um, that you can consume through Redbox and Netflix and stuff like that. And you don't have to, you know, flood your mind with this whole blockbuster Hollywood thing. Very true. You know, there's a lot of indie artists out there that are on independent labels. Um, you know, they're making freaking albums in their basement and the music sounds great and the content is great and it doesn't sound like um, the 21 Savages and all these guys. It sounds totally different and the lyrics are great. Just consume that and you don't have to worry about like whatever's on Billboard because there's so much music out there. You don't even have to like there's no reason to even complain anymore that the state of hip hop is a certain way. Yeah. Very true It ain't for
0: everybody Another thing too Is hip hop in general Is like a It's a genre That doesn't have The genres split up Within it
2: mm-hmm. Like you
0: know You hear about country They got all kinds Of like different countries Like bluegrass And all kind of stuff mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. And but hip hop doesn't. So when you if you if you listening to like you want to listen to trap music, they got it, it's a certain type of sound. If you want to listen to like West Coast, a certain type of sound. If you want to listen to like a Lil Yachty or whatever, I don't really know what that's considered, but it's mm-hmm. all different sounds. But it's hip hop. Yeah. And it's like yo, I respect all of it. But I'm I'm a heavy consumer of music just in general. Yeah. I could be listening to Guns N' Roses and then I'll be listening to like. Uh, Method Man and then I'll be listening to like YG then I'll be listening to Nipsey Hussle and then I might try to turn on 21 Savage and then I'll listen to uh, all kinds of shit Mm -hmm. I'm a heavy consumer of I really love 80s rock Mm -hmm. like that maybe because I was born in the 80s but yeah I love 80s rock um, and rap and all of that but at the end of the day man I just think that you know your taste is your taste, but don't try to like discredit a whole genre of music. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I know some people that say like, I'm cool. This shit is whack. I just listen to Tupac. I'm like, dude, Tupac ain't making no more music. You mean to tell me you listen to the same music over and over again?
1: Tupac died so long
0: ago, bro. <clears throat> and let, let's just keep it 100. Okay, not I'm not trying to discredit Tupac at all. May he rest in peace. But people cracking all these jokes on Takashi Six Nine and Takashi is digging his own grave. But I don't. I see a lot of similarities there. Not as far as lyrically, but I will say this. A dude that spoke negative things into existence and they actually happened. He got shot two different times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not only that, <clears throat> like the whole gangbanging thing. Yeah. I don't know where it came from, a Tupac. As soon as he became got with Death Row, that's when all this shit happened. We was talking about this last time. Mm-hmm. And before then, I hadn't known him to be like a blood or nothing. Yeah. Nobody talks about that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I just think that it's like what i'm trying to say is look things are more the same than they are different Mm -hmm. a totally different ball game it's a totally different time however some of the same shit is happening
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know um uh i'm not and i'm not trying to make a direct correlation once again with tupac and takashi six nine all i'm saying is is it's just new new levels new devils Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's the same thing man yeah We just got to, excuse me, I didn't mean to do that on the mic. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, I don't know, man. We just got to stop being so extremely judgmental on the artists of today. Yeah, Listen to the music. I heard some music from Lil Peep. Lil Lil Peep that passed away a while back. Mm -hmm. And he had some good music, man. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: People cracking jokes on him saying uh, when he died, oh, we won't hear a peep out of him. And all these jokes and these memes. right? And it's like you made a meme out of somebody that died. Yeah, fucking ignorant. Then they did the same thing with uh uh, uh Tentacion, and he made some good music. I was going back listening to like all this music that X had made, and he was an overall great artist. He was a great lyricist. Mm-hmm. The dude was singing like the dude has skills, bro. I don't give a fuck if you he and they, somebody called him a mumble rapper. i was like, dude, you never even listen to
1: X? Mm-hmm. How you gonna call this man a mumble rapper? He clearly he. He clearly was lyrical, bro. Yeah. Um, and he did. I think... I wouldn't even call him a rapper because I, th- I felt like he sang more than... He sang more bro, than he rapped. he rapped. He did it all, bro. I he, know he did it all, but I'm yeah. saying, like, most of his popular songs were, like, are... He's singing on them. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. Mm-hmm. But, you know...
0: I've listened to a lot. Because being a truck driver, you got a lot of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I listened. I said, you know what? I was listening to the ex. Before he passed, I texted you one day. I was like, this XXX kid is dope. He kind of mm-hmm. pretty dope. And you was like, eh, I ain't really heard too much of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not like a fan. I also
1: didn't want to be like one of those guys that just doubled back because he died. Because I know yeah. there were a lot of people coming out of the woodworks. Like, yeah, man. But I had. I was hearing stuff on the radio. Yeah, um, some of his singles on the radio before he passed. Yeah, and, um, yeah, it was just like it was just a crazy turn of events. Yeah, um, but that's yeah, man, that was
0: hard when he came out.
1: Yeah, I like the he got a song "Bad" that dropped. Um, what is the new album? When does the new dope. album drop? I think it's out already. You sure? Yeah, it has a question mark or something like that. On it. Uh no, nah, that's the old one. It might, it might have another one though. I don't know. That one that one barely dropped like recently. See, I don't even know. Yeah. That's out. I don't been off.
0: I gotta check that out. They got new artists. What'd it say? Uh what's his name? Benny Blanco? Yeah, he been around for a minute. Yeah, he guess he just dropped something right now. Anyways.
1: <clears throat> yeah, man. Yeah. Let's just try to keep an open ear to these artists. Yeah, I think I think I don't do it um primarily because I don't listen to a lot of music like that but um I I I don't I'm I don't think I can remember a time where I was ever saying like man the industry is trash and all these rappers is trash because I always know that there's somebody out there that I can appreciate there you, you go you know what I mean for for however many um And a lot of the rappers I do listen to, they don't have number one hits on Billboard. You know, they're not like extremely popular, but their music is still great. You know what I mean? True. We're not judging. I don't judge them by the numbers. I judge them by the quality of their music. So
0: True. Mm -hmm. That's what was my only gripe with Joe Budden in the past was, um, you know, he was going at these younger artists. You know, I see now that he's kind of laid off. He's been more supportive. Mm Mm-hmm. But at first he was just like this old angry nigga, you
2: know? What I'm saying?
0: Yeah. It's like, Joe, man, like like bro, you were, I think he's like thirty seven or something like that. Yeah. And I remember when I was in high school, I was a senior when that pump it up, Pump, Pump, Pump It Up. Yeah. And I was like, Who is this nigga, man? I honestly
1: <laughs> thought that song was annoying.
0: Yeah, it was annoying. Yeah. I was just like, I never it, it came out I think it was a part of the Fast and Furious uh movie. I think it was the second the second installment with Tyrese in it. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, uh mm. Used to call him Joe Bitter. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe Joe Button is an extremely successful podcaster. Shout out to him. Yeah. But I will say that that was my biggest gripe with that guy. Is he He just was always at these youngins' heads, and these guys are 18, 19 years old. And mm-hmm. when you got dudes like, what's the dude that had the Hot Cheetos problem? They got all fucked up on Hot Cheetos. Lil Zan. Like, these kids are young, man. I think when they get older, too, they're going to look at this shit and be like, God damn, you know, mm-hmm. I, what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. Like, Bubba Sparks, I don't even remember him. Yeah. Bubba Sparks is married,
1: like a business dude and shit. Yeah. He, like, he came a long way. Yeah. A lot like, of these people grow up to be, you know, pretty successful. Com ch- I was the crazy thing I was looking at this has like it's slightly a tangent. But it, I was looking at um the the old Lizzie McGuire show that used to come on Disney Channel. Oh Lizzie. And I was looking at okay. um where they are now. And it was it was pretty interesting. I don't think this happens in the rap community because I think a lot of rappers <laughs> feel like they can't have regular lives after they you know, aren't as popular anymore because there's like a stigma attached to like, there's a fall off thing, but it doesn't necessarily happen in the acting world. So all the people, not all the people, but like 70% of the main, 75% of the main characters, they were all young whenever they were on the show. Like they were, they were, you know, in high school and junior high and stuff. And then once they grew older and they finished the show and the show's over, all, uh, most of them had went to college some of them have went to like UC Berkeley and mm. USC and different schools like that. And, you know, now they're working like regular jobs, but you know what I mean? It's just a different, a different, you know, stick, like a guy like little Xan can never really get like a regular job. You know what I mean? Nah, tattoos just the, on face. Not even I'm with that also, but I'm just saying just the stigma attached to like being like the same thing will happen with the actor. Um, I forget the guy's name, that Tyler Perry gave a job to. Fuck. I he was can't... on a Cosby show or something like that. Oh, the black dude that was yeah. bagging groceries. <clears throat> yeah. It's the same thing would happen to any rapper that tried to live a normal life afterwards. So it just kind of sucks that, you know, an actor could be able to do. Well, these like are child actors, but, you know, same sort of thing. Can you
0: imagine out. if Chameleon Air worked at Walmart? That'd be crazy. You see me rolling <laughs> at Walmart. You see me bagging <laughs> <these> groceries. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Now, Camillionaire is extremely successful. Yeah. Yeah. He don't. He's. He's a. He's like a really. I don't know. Just like a really uh solid person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see some of the videos he posts. Pretty cool stuff, man. Really mm-hmm. inspirational. Yeah. And everybody cracked jokes on him. There was a video that surfaced to him on the sideline of a basketball game. And it was like, how can a millionaire afford courtside seats? He fell off this long ago. Like, people don't realize, like, there's a life that exists outside of rap.
1: Yeah. I hate that idea of falling off. Falling off. People don't really fall. Like, people, it's not falling off. Like, it happens with anything. You're extremely hot at a certain point, just like with sports. Like, when Kobe Bryant was like 27 to like 32, he was like, you know, the height of his career, you know, scoring 30 points and 50 points a game and stuff like that. But once he hit like 34, 35, 36 years old, like he wasn't he wasn't that same, you know, super athletic, you know, super um like number 1 player in the NBA anymore. And it happens you know, it happens with everything in sports, even like like we we're talking about Ice Cube earlier when Ice Cube was dropping, you know, like songs like No Vaseline and Today Was a Good Day. And he when he was with West Side Connection, he was like one of the top rappers in the game. Um, and right now he's not he's not near the you know top and he's not probably not going to go platinum or whatever the case may be. But he still has a you know, he's still a legend in the game and we have to stop like stop this idea of falling off. You know what I mean? People just they go through they go through phases where they're just not as popular as they was anymore. Yeah, but it's also progressing. Yeah. Progressing.
0: You gotta realize that things progression happens at different phases. Imagine uh, you know, you know, um me and Keith do this podcast and it starts blowing up. We're getting all kinda of crazy guests and then all of a sudden, you know, Keith he gets he grabs a different job, meaning he you know he's doing uh, film and you know mm-hmm. I'm still doing a podcast With them and then all of a sudden You know I get a role in a movie and I start Acting and then we do this and all Of a sudden the podcast is gone and now We have a night show and then all of a sudden Keeps doing it it's like It's all about progressing yeah I think if you if your vision does not go Beyond one thing that's a problem mm-hmm. I think you just like That you cannot you can't ever be a one trick Pony you have to always be open to New things mm-hmm. and as long as you're Restricting yourself then it's not, it's not, nothing's going to work for you, man. You got to see, you got to be able to see outside that, 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 uh, you got to be able to see outside of the thing you're currently doing. Yeah. And if you can't, then that's mm-hmm. going to be an issue.
1: I think part of that is realizing that there's going to be a moment when you're on top of the world and then there's going to be a slow, I would like, like a slow decline. card. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we have, you have to, you have to plan for that. You know, it's sort of like that kind of idea of planning for your retirement. Yeah, it's like you know, one day this podcast is like we're still on the 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 up up and up, and one day we're gonna be like extremely popular, and then it may fizzle out, and then we just have to we have to be mindful of that, and we have Definitely. to have um, we have to plan for that in the future to try to like maneuver our way into different avenues, like you said, like late like talk shows or hosting you know whatever or you know whatever the case may be definitely man mm-hmm. like I, I remember uh like i said like well we talked about this i don't th- I think we talked
0: about it on air where if we're just like yo can you imagine doing this as a job mm-hmm. hell yeah man me, me and keith will be pumping out two or three podcasts a week mm-hmm. easy yeah okay so if you're hearing this you want to sponsor the podcast completely and give us a production team yeah then, yeah, we're speaking this into existence. If you want me to quit my job.
2: Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man.
1: <clears throat> All right, man. Let's move on. We should start selling holy water. Oh, no. <laughs> this is a very unholy podcast. Oh, man. What's the one dude that got caught up with the little scam? Um, that preacher? It recently? I forget his name. Oh my god. I something still got my Something Baker. My neck. Huh? I still got this do-rag around my neck. Um <laughs> but uh I, yeah, I forget the name. I it think was his even name on is Jeff Cole's Baker. Album. I, think. I think it's Jeff Baker. It was a black dude. What? Yeah, I have to look his name up. It ain't it's not Little Dollar. No, he wasn't selling holy water. He was getting that money though. Yeah. <laughs> That's a terrible name for a preacher.
0: Yeah, Little Dollar. All you want for me is my dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, moving forward, man. Old tweets. Mm -hmm. Kevin Hart has been the most recent person that has been um, uh, dug dug up. They dug up tweets on Kevin Hart from over basically 10 years ago, 2009 and 2010. And these tweets happen to be homophobic um, in nature. But let me say this. I'm tired of you motherfuckers. Going back over 10 years to find something and find dirt on somebody. Mm-hmm. And he was about to host the Oscars. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this comes up? Come on, man. We're judging somebody for something they said 10 years ago. I guarantee you I said homophobic shit 10 years ago. I may have not tweeted it, but I've said it out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. I definitely have.
1: Yeah.
0: And I don't feel that way now. Does that make me a bad person? Do you want to fucking cancel me too and say, "Oh, well yeah, yeah, let's get rid of Eddie because Eddie said some homophobic shit 10 years ago. We don't have evidence of it, but the LGBT community doesn't they don't like that because Eddie like, come on, man." Yeah. Do I walk up to every every white person saying, "Hey man, you should apologize to me for slavery." Yeah. You imagine how fucking stupid that sounds to hold a grudge against somebody forever for mm-hmm. something they may have said or done. You're not even allowing people to grow or change. How much have you changed in 10 years? Have you ever thought about that? Yeah. I think that is completely redundant. Not only has it been Kevin Hart, they got some shit on um, Kyler Murray, the, the recent Heisman Trophy winner. He was 15 and posted some homophobic shit. And he had to, he had to issue an apology. That's so whack. That is so fucking whack. Mm-hmm. And you know the thing about it too? The LGBT community is not the ones doing this shit. I guarantee you they're not. It's some hating motherfucker that's sitting at his house that's scratching his balls and watching people being successful and is tearing them apart for no reason. Mm -hmm. Okay. Trust me. I know it's not somebody from the LGBT community watching Kevin Hart saying, oh, he's successful. I don't like it. Let's let's look for something Mm anti-gay. You know? Nah. It ain't them. It's some hating motherfucker that's sitting at his house and maybe it's some hater that Is in close quarters with Kevin Hart Or used to work for Kevin Hart And they don't like him no more And they dug up shit from. It took them 10 years Do you know how long it takes? Like bruh Mm -hmm. I I hated that we live in a world like that Mm -hmm. And don't misunderstand me I'm not saying it's okay to tweet homophobic shit I'm saying I hate that we live in a world Where motherfuckers will go back 10 years To discredit something And they don't even acknowledge the growth That you have today that's pathetic.
1: Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, man, it's a sad situation. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure there's gay people that work with him on a day to day basis. Yep, you know what I mean. And I'm, I'm, I'm positive that it, the way he thought back then, or whatever the case may be, isn't the way he thinks now. Like, even me personally, I, I had some. They were they weren't like to the extent of what Kevin Hart was saying, but that has like some slightly homophobic stuff on my on my, uh, Twitter and I ended up deleting it before I'm like, you know, as famous or if I ever get that famous before I'm, um, before people will, you know, take the energy to dive into some of my older tweets. So I deleted those right off the bat, but, but it just, it sucks that someone can, you know, progress and, you know, change their mind and whatever the case may be. And that someone has the energy to go, you know, look sift through his his Twitter feed and find that stuff and it and it has it's it's so long ten years is a long time, you know what I mean, and I was telling Eddie I was like we we and we talked about changing before, like people have the ability to change and we shouldn't be holding people accountable we should hold people accountable for things they say, but if it's completely obvious that you know it's so long ago and they've changed their minds. We shouldn't be holding them to that, you know, to what they said so long ago. And he, and he even apologized already for those those tweets that had came out. Um, but, but I was telling Eddie, I was like, I know gay people that had said homophobic things before. And it was like, for them, it was more so running away from who they really are. Um, but at the same time, like, people... Um, it it was, it wasn't a reflection on Kevin Hart. It was more so a, f- a reflection on the day and age. Yes, it was a reflection of um, the times, like you know, in rap music or whatever. And like we used to always say, like, "Oh, dog, that's gay. Oh, that's gay. Like, oh, dog, you gay or no homo or you know, all these kind of things." And that yep. was just the lingo that we used. Yeah. And now we're more aware. You know, we're 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 more intelligent. We're more. Um, Conscious of what's going on in the world So we don't use that kind of lingo anymore Exactly um, But we shouldn't dive into old people's tweets And you know trying to address it 10 years later that just sounds crazy Yeah it's just, it's just this, this toxic
0: This toxic hate mm-hmm. That I want to I wanna discredit you So bad I'm wanting to go So far I think what we need to do As a society is everyone needs to come together And say hey I'm not going to judge you from something 10 years ago I mentioned on this podcast, I think it was either last week or the week before, I can't remember. If somebody was to call me a nigger 10 or 12 years ago, and I seen them today and they apologized, I would accept their apology. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say, nah, man, you're a racist. Mm-hmm. Bro, look here. People change. We got to allow people to change. It's like we, we love to keep people in the same fucking place forever. You ever heard somebody say the most ridiculous shit? Once a cheater, always a cheater. It's like, what fucking world do you live in? Do you live in a world where nobody's supposed to grow? Everybody's supposed to be stagnant. Everybody's supposed to work the same job their whole life. Everybody's supposed to be this same person their whole life. Yeah. And it's like, bro, it man, I've had people come to me be like, Hey man, you crazy man? Ha ha you stupid, man. You be doing that. I say, Hey man, chill. They think I'm some the same class clown I was in high school and here we are fucking fifteen years out of high school. Yeah. I'm like, bro, uh who are you talking to like that? Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, oh man, you stupid man, you do I was like, hey, 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 chill the fuck out bro. You know? (laughs) Yeah. You got to respect people's growth. If you had to go back that long, just imagine, like imagine 10 years ago, how, what something you would have said, even if it wasn't homophobic, think about what you thought. There was a time, I thought gay people made a choice, like, and I said one time on Facebook, like, gay people made a choice to be gay. Yeah. They made a choice. I don't get why they making this big deal out of Mm -hmm. this. And I said this shit. Yeah. Okay.
1: A lot of people thought that.
0: Yeah. That's what I said. I, I straight up said it. Do I feel that way today? No. But I said it and I'm owning it. Mm-hmm. So let's say somebody come up with some shit. Well, look what Eddie said. I'll be like, hey, how do my dick taste? You, I'm successful and you suck. How mm-hmm. about that? You had to go back
1: 12 years to motherfucking find some shit on me. Yeah. That's sad for you, bro. I think I think what a lot of not a lot, but some people were trying to make the point. I think Snoop Dogg made a point. Yeah. He was obviously smoking weed in a video, but he made like a, a valid point in a sense and he was saying that he was saying like that's not ours anyways. So don't like he was like um, he was almost saying like Kevin, Kevin Hart, I'm proud of you for what you did because you could use that same energy that you were gonna put into the Oscars and bring it over into our community. Hosted the Soul Train Awards, hosted B T Awards, or something like that, and I was like, "Man, that's that's an interesting take because it almost feels like like Char- Charlamagne Tha God always references. He always says like when some like when someone in the black community or people of color try to get on these you know these platforms that are not necessarily catered towards us, people always try to dig up something like you know when that movie Birth of a Nation was coming out, they try to dig up something yeah, on the, the rape allegations. The rape allegations. Um, with the the director. And, you know, it's just always something like that that comes, you know, just comes randomly um, when these people are trying to, you know, do something positive. But it was like, if that was, if he was hosting the BET Awards, that would have never came up. If he was hosting the Soul Train Awards, that would have never came up.
0: That's a good point. That's still more of an assumption than we we know. That's a great point. I Mm -hmm. would
1: agree with it, but that's that's still
0: an assumption. Mm -hmm. We don't know what would have came up. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say this. I will say that there have been other people found with gay uh, or or homophobic tweets where there was less of an outrage. Amy Schumer, uh, Chelsea Handler, Mm -hmm. uh, Sarah Silverman, all of them all had homophobic tweets. And they're also all comedians.
1: You know what they
0: all have in common? I already know. (laughs) I already know. know. But here's the thing. It's hard for people to acknowledge that as well. And I'm not trying to push the race thing on anyone. I just want to know honestly why have there been way less outrage from Sarah Silverman and Amy and Schumer?
1: Always, it's always something, dude. Like Louis C.K. says "nigger" in his standup.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This
1: is like, like what? It, what is? What is? This is ten years ago. Louis C.K. still says these things today in his standup.
0: Yeah, yeah. Low outrage. Mm-hmm. I just think what it is is as as a culture we have learned to accept certain things and we've also learned to ignore other things mm-hmm. and at the end of the day you got to realize that wrong is wrong period mm-hmm. so if it's 2018 and you saying the n-word nobody got a problem with that mm-hmm. you know because Louis, i've heard him say it and i was just like what why are you why are you even saying that? why are you say- i don't understand you're a comedian and whatnot but it's like it's certain things that you got to kind of change at the time You can still not give a fuck and say what you want You don't have to be politically correct But you also got to understand that certain things Are not very appropriate to say Yeah I'm not going to be calling gay people F-words and stuff If I'm on stand-up Yeah I just think that that's, just, that's incredibly inappropriate But if you really want to talk about homophobia Go back to Eddie Murphy's delirious stand-up Where he cracked some horrible gay jokes uh, mm-hmm. Up there on stage
1: It's just a cultural I mean not a cultural It's a time thing thing, It's a
0: time thing It's a time thing man Mm -hmm. And I just think that It's a whole It's just the way we think is bad It's just like Like we brought up The whole Sarah Silverman And Amy Schumer And Chelsea Handler Saying Gay slurs Is no different Than Kevin Hart Doing it But because Kevin Hart Is so motherfucking big Mm -hmm. Okay We could bring up The black comparison but you got to understand he's the biggest motherfucking comedian in the world. Yeah. Not I
1: compared it to like like um as far as like the time like mm-hmm. if you read like a Mark Twain book or you know mm-hmm. one of these movies, I mean one of these books that you know came out, you know in the, I don't know when them books came out, mm-hmm. but you you see the N word in there a lot, you know what I mean? Yep. You, um what's the movie about uh Kill a Mockingbird stories like mm-hmm. that. You see the N word in there and stuff like that. So it's yep. just like it's just a time it's period. A time period. No, like I don't believe there's an author that has the balls enough to come out with a with a uh, a current movie like that without trying to make it some sort of like real world message and use that same you know use that use that same. I wouldn't bilingual. mind it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I'm open minded to realize why it's happening. Mm-hmm. You know. But I don't th- like even in movies now, the only person that um that's has that uses nigga in his movie that aren't like that aren't black is like a Quentin Tarantino. That's Because 'cause didn't he do Django? Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Some people think he overuses it. I feel like some I feel like a lot of times it's unnecessary in his movies. Yeah, it's just kinda like Hmm, that was a good breakfast, nigger. You be like, "Whoa, whoa! whoa you can't yeah. have good pancakes without saying that." Yeah, we got <laughs> niggers and Mexicans out here taking all of our jobs. I'm like, what? This is why is this in the movie? <laughs> 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 yeah, man. But yeah, it's, it's it's
0: it's one of those things, man. People digging up old tweets. We we came to a time where social media is literally. It's just really killing the mood for many different situations. It's it's causing people to hate more. It's causing people to... It's making it... Here's the problem. It's making everything convenient, which is bad. Yeah. It's making lurking people's pages convenient. It's making pulling up old tweets convenient. It's making... Um, Being half naked Showing your tits And your body And looking for attention And being that cool guy Too convenient Yeah And and we're at a time Where none of this shit Used to exist in the 90s And the 80s And the early 2000s And this is a whole new age man And it's And it's really sad That we could destroy Somebody like that All it takes You could destroy Somebody's career Like Thanos Mm -hmm. You know You're basically like What?
1: It's snapping
0: Oh you wanna go You wanna do What at the Oscars? And then Kevin, can you just see Kevin Hart just turning into <laughs> dust?
1: <laughs>
0: you would only understand that joke if you. Yeah. Uh,
1: are. I don't feel so good, Mister Stark. Mister Stark, I don't feel very well. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was kind of kind of a sad part of the movie. Yeah, this podcast got very dark. Moment of silence for Spider-Man. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, it just made... It made bullshit too convenient, man. Mm-hmm. Bullshit got too convenient. Um, and it allowed people to sneak in there and do
1: shit that was very underhanded. And whatnot. I also think it's almost irresponsible for um, someone of Kevin Hart's stature to not scrub his social media. Oh, my God. Right? Like, you've got... You, if you've had... Freaking Twitter for ten years, and all these motherfuckers had already been busted. Yeah, and the and the tweets had been brought up before, so you should have just deleted them. It's just like you crazy. know what? This is the problem. This is why it happened.
0: Somebody in Kevin Hart's camp flipped on him.
1: That's why it happened. I'm gonna tell you why. I don't even. I wouldn't even agree with that I, because a, I know how easy it is to search for keywords. Exactly but this
0: is why I say this This is just an assumption This is not fact Mm -hmm. Somebody in his camp flipped on him Because if somebody in his camp was paying attention To all kinds of stuff You gotta realize Kevin Hart is making dates He's going on world tours He's starring in movies He don't give a goddamn about a fucking Twitter Mm -hmm. Okay His wife maybe She could have been more helpful I don't know Um, But, you know, if I was married to a woman or if I was married to somebody who had a celebrity and celebrity and seen people picking them apart, then maybe, you know, I would let them know, hey, look, you might want to you got anything you need to worry about. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And somebody in his team, he might have fired somebody. Somebody may have quit. Somebody may have had a bad experience. Somebody may have been jealous. They used to work for him. And somehow they was like, I know how to ruin Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart. And I've had this information for a long time. Give give TMZ a call. Have him write the check. Boom. You got this fucked up information out there.
1: Yeah. I think that happened with the cheating stuff. Mm. Well, I think they almost proved that. But I don't know. That about was the extortion, t- man. I don't know about the Twitter stuff. I just feel like um, if you literally Googled. I mean, not Googled. If you literally hopped on Kevin Durant's Twitter. And you you do it's literally like a like a percentage sign and a colon or something and you type in a word it'll just pop like all those words that match that um, it will pop up on the timeline so I just think that when it comes to these celebrities they hop on there and then they they use keywords like gay and then you know, the F word and all these stuff. And then they just kind of sift through them. And then when a, when the time is right, they'll, you know, screenshot them and, you know, it'll start trending on Twitter. But that is possible, though. You know what I mean? People could get disgruntled just, you know, for whatever reason. Just yeah. Because they're not getting enough attention. Yeah. It may have been somebody pitching ideas. You got to realize when you rich and you on top of your
0: game, everybody pitching you an idea. Hey, man, me and my cousin rap, you know, this and that. He may have listened to a demo tape and laughed at it and walked off. And he's like, "Okay, I remember that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many different interactions with people. You never know who hates you. Mm -hmm. So that I could definitely see that taking place. Mm -hmm. So who knows? Yeah, man. A lot of hateful motherfuckers out there. Mm hmm. Uh, In the grand scheme of things, we will say this, because if you get coming towards the end of the podcast, um, if you have to go back 10 years to dig up dirt on someone, what does that say about you? That says more about you than anyone else. And I'm taking all the attention off the LGBT community because I don't believe they're responsible for this shit. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I really don't think they are. I don't get why they would feel the need to air out. What it is, is too. have you noticed every time somebody's tweets, tweets get dug up? It's always either some racist shit or some uh, homophobic shit, cause they know that's what gets everyone's attention. Yeah. If they go to an old tweet where somebody said the n word and they white, oh, oh, oh yeah, they're
1: racist. Uh, and at they're, the most convenient time. At the too. most convenient time. What's the name? The national champion. Like he hits the three at the national championship from Villanova, and then the next day he got tweets. You know, all these crazy tweets rapping uh, Rick Ross lyrics, or I forget exactly how it played out, but you know what I'm talking about. Who are you talking the about? basketball player The white dude Remember Um, la- It was last uh, I know NCAA. it was a football player
0: Allen It was Jared Something Something I think it was Allen Something He got dra- out of the draft I think he's from Wyoming mm-hmm. And uh, they pulled up Some tweets from him mm-hmm. And he's a white guy But he wasn't even Using the N word In context to be racist He was quoting rappers Yeah And it's like You know what I'm saying Yeah he maybe Shouldn't be saying the N word But it's like he, didn't, he wasn't saying it In a
1: racist way Nobody even gave a fuck it's yeah. like it was such a reach. Yeah, just and, the timing is so always so annoying. And he was a kid. Yeah, like come on, man. Mm-hmm. And you said it was another dude, another white dude. Yeah, he um he played basketball at Villanova, and he got in. He was like reciting like Rick Ross. Uh, I don't know. I th- I know there was um I forget the guy's name, but he was. I don't know exactly what he was saying, but he was basically like using like the n word and stuff like that. Yeah. Hey,
0: they got but they got Justin Bieber on something like that. Like I guess somebody had put him up to it. Oh, he was saying they
1: go on like the they the made him Instagram like They
0: made it like made him sing it, not on Instagram. It was way before Instagram.
1: It says uh, his name was Dante DiVincenzo. You remember him? Nah. He was he was balling in the national championship last year. Oh. Uh, nah. Um Yeah, and it was lyrics. It's like Ball on these niggas like I'm Derrick Rose. <laughs> What's the other one say? Um, Yeah, it wasn't that bad. But that was like the only one that was kind of like... Some of these other ones is kind of stupid. Oh, you see them? <laughs> like National Anthem sucks. and. What's the other one say? Blow me F word that rhymes with maggot. You're soft. Wow, how how long ago was that? These are in two thousand ten. Come on, oh oh two thousand eleven. Sorry. <sighs> wow, and he was a kid. Yeah, he, he was like a. He probably graduated. He's. He was like. Yeah, he had to be in like seventh, eighth grade or some shit. Mm-hmm. He's just a kid.
0: These people, Twitter turned out to be everybody's worst enemy. That's when Twitter barely popped off in 09 right? Yep It's right, like Come on man That's mm-hmm. crazy Yeah It is what it is man mm-hmm. You got anything else To weigh in on there dude Nope That's it Alright man Well since we came to the Very end of this podcast We'd like to thank everyone For making it to the end Of this broadcast Appreciate you This all. has been This this uh, episode has been Sponsored by uh, Modelo Um
1: this episode has been sponsored by The Pussy Force (laughs) Get some Pussy Force (laughs) Stomping in my air Pussy (laughs) Wands That'd be crazy Nelly come out with a
0: remix (laughs) Give me Two
2: That's
0: funny Uh, Nelly would come out with some shit like that now Yeah Please don't Nelly Yeah don't do it man
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) All right, man. Uh thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind Podcast, episode thirty-seven. It's your boy K Finks,
2: Eddie McGee. Peace. Peace.